Hello, I'm Mikhail and welcome to episode 45 of the Whaling Gallery podcast. Today we are thrilled to have a very special artist on board, hailing from Malaysia and currently based in Rome with a prestigious art career under his belt. We welcome H.H. Lim back to Kuala Lumpur. After a decade, he returns to us showcasing his second solo exhibition titled The Gaze of Sleepwalkers at Whaling Gallery. During this episode, he will provide a walkthrough of the exhibition leading up to the show. Without further delay, let's begin. So, hello H.H. Lim. It's good to have you back in Kuala Lumpur after a decade. So, could you give us a brief meaning of what your current exhibition, The Gaze of Sleepwalkers, is about? Uh, well, <laughs> actually, my, this show is not looking for the meaning, right? Because I'm leaving it inside. The meaning will come and go, you know, it's just like a f- everything, what has happened, is full of meaning, our life, you know. So the show is, is, is actually, it's, um, itself is, uh, is alive in, that, in this moment. And then uh, maybe, who knows, tomorrow it will change the meaning, it will change the idea, you know, it grow. So I like when the artwork still growing. The moment when I, especially an artist, if I explain my work, means I kill my work. I kill him because artists can leave some secret inside the work. So that secret is the like antidote to let the, the, the artwork uh, live for immortality because of some secret. So in this case, um, I don't look for meaning. I just do what I see in this moment and especially in, um, in uh, this, uh, I mean, these last few years, there's so many, many things happened. I think all of us in our minds full of, you know, thought and um, full of imagination of what this, this world is going on, you know. So I'm just participating what I'm seeing. This is also part of the gates of uh, sleepwalker means. My point of view is, I realized that animals, all the animals, they are living with sense. They communicate with each other with sense. And uh, humankind, usually we use code. We use number. And uh, our code makes us intelligent. I mean, the numbers, all this. But some numbers can end the world. You know, some numbers are so strong that it create a solution. And then uh, it becomes bigger and bigger. It can even bigger than a nuclear, you know. But we, 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 we learn, we learn from the code, and then uh, sometimes our sense is limited. We have five senses, internal and external, whereas um, the animal, they are using six senses. So this exhibition is about, for me, uh, my, I mean, kind of uh, to find some subject to make this project, you see. So this subject is about between the humankind using the code, you know, and the code can be thousand things. It can, with that code, you build a building. With that code, you build the engineering. With that code, you communicate. But whereas the other side, they use the sense, and the sense they can communicate with thousand miles away, like, uh, you know, dolphin or, or the dog, they can smell... Uh, uh, hundred miles, so these two ways is almost kind of an ecosystem. Unfortunately, I mean I don't know if it's unfortunately. 
and uh, mankind we have a code that is going further going further to the something maybe is um, quite bigger than us and maybe we go for nuclear but if we know I mean if we know how to use it in the correct way maybe that will help us to uh, mankind to go to further further to another another planet another you know to explore the universe so the mankind have a ability with the solution can go further an animal i don't know how they go maybe they already know that with the their spiritual world and they maybe they can find the solutions to use the energy to explore another another world but now we still don't know what happened because we still have billion years to go see <laughs> i like to observe and then uh, when you observe something sometimes you you don't know where you are observing that's why i say it's kind of a sleepwalker because you are not dreaming but you observe something which is you don't have sometimes you can't remember the image in front of you and when i look at this all this subject that observe looking at me and it remind me you see it remind me in that moment that i'm observing something uh, something maybe smaller than me something maybe bigger than me but sometimes you just can't do anything with that you know it's uh, you let the day go by and now uh, we go on we move on it's interesting thing is very interesting if we go inside the observation world you know you 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 observe things and then uh, the things would continue with the the evolutions like for example if i observe something when i was young there's another meaning you know you can see the same thing okay i see a chair when i was young it's a chair you know you go to the school you see it make you a comfortable you know and when getting older maybe you think oh wow this chair maybe is not a chair maybe it's a symbol of the power maybe it's uh, you know it's uh, people who need the power and then you're getting older and then you realize that wow you know this chair this chair is my shadow you always accompany you everywhere you know it's your partner it's your it's your the most faithful partner and then you go on and then you say oh no forget it this is just a simple chair you know it's our growing our journey that we change the significance of everything is with a simple object and then when you grow and then you get influence of what is happening in the world and then slowly you change the meaning of what you see but it go back to the same thing like what you say the code this number that's why in the beginning you go any number you choose and then with this solution it can make in the same with your different number and then we go into the same way 6174 you know it's just like okay for example in the morning you take a breakfast and then come to the end you go and work and then you take your lunch you go and work and then you take your dinner and then you go uh, you go sleep next day early in the morning you go to the toilet and then you start and it's it's the same thing but it might be different starting point you know there's this this is a 6174 but of course 
all these subjects, all these solutions, I try to transform it into art language, you see. Because I like to get involved in, in my daily life, in what I see and what the society is around me, you know. If I stay in Africa, I want to be influenced by the African culture if I live there. If now I'm inside the war, I, I want to be part of the, you know, the person, the, the, the citizen or the soldier that involved in this war. I cannot just pretend not to see, you know. So this is my kind of interpreting my, my subject to turn into the art language. So could you share more on your thought processes in the making of this exhibition? I have some problem actually to, to with me and me. Because sometimes I ask too much question to myself and then come to the end, my, my, my question, my answer, it's uh, overflow and I become in my mind, it becomes obvious because maybe I keep on answering what I'm asking. I think artists' main problem is to, to defeat the, the obvious. Obvious is the main, uh, is the mother of the creation. If I make something which is so obvious, and uh, me myself, that I'm going to destroy it because I want to turn it into something which is, you know, so unknown that I it create my curiosity. And for these reasons, for me, to explain my art, it becomes more and more difficult because what my preoccupation is, when I tell what is this about, in that moment, it turned into obvious. So usually artists have a lot of problems. That's why sometimes we need the curator to explain because they don't have 100% of our secret. So whatever they say is nice because when whatever artists say, you, you said all your secret and it makes things become... Um, that means it's, it, it closes Everything, because you already said, because artists have a right to say what is inside. If you don't avoid to, 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 to explore this, I mean, sometimes we have to avoid, I mean, to explore everything. For example, for example, you see Leonardo da Vinci, after 500 years, you know, how many years, I don't know, still now we still explore, you know, we still find out, oh, Leonardo, have some secret inside. And then the painting, we, we begin to, you know, everyone's quite interested to, 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 to analyze what is happening in that period because it's still alive. That's why I say, um, when I go to my storeroom where I store all my old painting, every time I see one painting, I always say, oh God, this painting is in coma for so long. And then, it's so sad that today I'm going to kill them because I need the canvas so badly, <laughs> you know. So sometimes artists have a lot of problems inside the studio. It's not the art itself because art is uh, living things in the way that if it's not alive, we will kill them. Artists itself will kill them. 
We need the canvas, we need the stretches, we need, you know, because otherwise you have to get a new canvas, it's another expenses. This is artist problem, you know. That's why there's two way of, um, uh, two point of view, actually. One part of view is uh, before you, your creation of the art. The other side is the after the creation of the art. This is just like Jesus Christ. Before Christ, we, we measure our, our, our life, modern life, is before Christ and after Christ, right? So in art, we measure before the creation and after the creation. Before the creation, the artist in the studio, they need a protection, they need uh, to know, wow, uh, the studio is too cold, we need a heater, and then, uh, wow, these instruments, uh, I have to change another one, and uh, canvas, oh God, where am I going to buy? It's this artist before they build their creation. And then after that, after the creation, then it came in the curator, it came in a museum, came in a gallery, came in everything that to promote the creation. So, before this make it as an example as a child, no? Before it born, what we know is we have to be try to make the child born in the correct way, right? Then after that, you, then you can think about, wow, this child maybe can be a famous doctor, it can be a famous runner, it can be, you know, there's two, two ways. So when artists in the studio, we have a lot of... Um, Perplexity, right? This is a problem when we have to confirm, but we are full of perplexity. I don't know if this is really finished work or not sometimes, you know, because I know that when next five years I come back, I have something to say with this work, right? So artists himself don't want to make it as a permanent, permanent uh, ex explanation of of the work. The public, it's for our today world, is very important, the public, because the public, it's, it's the energy, represent the energy. But the art world is, is very different. It's just like, for example, I don't talk about always Jesus, I can talk about anything, Lao uh, Tzu or whatever. Okay, Jesus, they have only 13, you know, the apostoli, apostoli, yeah, I mean, yeah, 13, and even one of them is a traitor. But they conquer the world, right? Elaucha, you know, they, I don't know, they have few students or Kongzi, or many other philosophers. You only need one person who follow you, and he will bring you to immortality. When and then public will come always later, public. So the main thing is um, how public can understand uh, this, all this work can resist. Because the world needs the resistance to resist. There will be a moment that will be very unsatisfied for public. There's a moment that why everyone is uh, celebrate this, the, the work. But they will go and come. But how this can resist? How this can resist is only a few 
you inner circle that no matter how you like it or you don't like it, inner circle will protect it to make this thing there and let them have time to you know grow together with uh, with uh, generation and generation and go on. You see, because most of the thing now what we have seen is not that they don't have artists like even bypass. They become anything. Everything you have done when this is, when there is no name, and become anything. It represent the period, not the artwork. So whatever antique, what we are doing, what we are seeing, antique painting, antique whatever, it's someone who did that. Only thing there is no name, right? So public and uh, artist is. It's about understanding. It's about understanding. Unfortunately, the public they have so many things to do. They have their, or they have to go to sport. They have to go to, you know, the, they have to go their lady uh, daily life, and uh, they have to work. So they dedicate a few hours sometimes, or even less, a few minutes, in the art world. Whereas artists is twenty-four hours inside. You know, so it cannot be a confrontation. It's so far away. So we need their energy. Artists need our, our, also our imagination, and we have to go together. But it cannot be parallel. The, the, the understanding of things is it cannot be. You know, sometimes even public would be very satisfied about the show and all this. But for me, it don't mean anything. It mean only. They participate their energy and they give me a lot of energy that to go on. You know that is the main thing between artists and public. So, what philosophies would you like to share to the audience? Talking about philosophy, actually, my my point of view is I don't think there's any philosophy. There's never as is a philosopher for me. The philosopher is the only thing because they anticipate something, which is uh, to overtake the obvious. Anything which is not obvious and is so fresh, so new, and they become philosophy. So the philosopher, philosopher, they have that ability. Anticipate. Anticipate something which is over obvious. That's why I say everything begins with obvious. Even for the philosopher, what they say, what they say, you know, so in so I mean so extraordinary the the point of view. But once this after when they say, there's no more philosophy after that, because it become obvious. So the philosophy, they have to go over what they have been thinking before. See, right? If now we follow the philosophy of the fifteenth century, for us, it's I mean, it's so obvious. It's, it's, it's nothing special. Only maybe maybe they have a very nice way of writing. It's a nice way of uh, you know, they're using the language. But the idea is over. It's overtake. For example, for us, even even the Leonardo da Vinci. He just predict, oh, maybe mankind can fly. 
But we already know there are 500 passengers we can, we can go, you know, elsewhere. So we are more, our philosophy is growing. It's not only the philosophy itself. Philosophy itself is, can be taking over always with something, you know, which is uh, if you have a, a fresh and new vision. So this is, this is what I say. Philosophy is just a name. It can take over anytime. Thank you for tuning in to episode 45 of the Whaling Gallery podcast. Visit Whaling Gallery to experience the gaze of sleepwalkers, showing until the 30th of March 2024. Do follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts for more artist interviews and until next time, goodbye.